We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Tell me something good. Ah, that music can only mean it's time to talk to our man, Michael Greer from Greer Financial. Michael, how you doing today, my man? Good, good. Every time I hear that, it makes me laugh. I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 a, hey, listen, there are worse theme songs to have. I can yes, promise you that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Unfortunately, lately, I haven't been able to bring a whole lot. So I, I, one of these days, we're going to flip, and it's going to be like good news every day. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Sunshine and rainbows. I'm all for it. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I wanted, we wanted to have a longer session segment with you today we didn't get to talking about the 529 question yesterday john had a friend wanting to talk to you know wanted to hear from you on what to do with a college 529 account if kids are going to college soon and the market is likely headed in the wrong direction that's a great question so we thought we'd dive into it a little bit where do you want to start with that well let's uh because some people may not have any understanding of what we're talking about as far as a 529 so okay yeah let's start there so what is a 529 and how does it work Okay, so so a five two nine is think of it as as like an IRA or other tax advantaged account. So it, it the the government says, hey, if you're going to put money away for you for anybody, it doesn't have to be a kid of yours, but if you want to put money away for college, we're going to give you a tax advantage. It'll grow, you know, once you put the money in, it's going to grow tax deferred, and then it comes out. Any of the gains are going to come out tax free. Um, now in Virginia. You can also contribute up to, you know, the first $4,000 that you contribute um, it gets a state tax deduction. So you'll, you'll actually reduce your taxes on the way in, uh, it grows tax-deferred, and then comes out without, you know, tax-free, without paying taxes on the other side of it. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good little vehicle. I, you know, it has, it has pros and cons to it, but that's, that's sort of where we start. In the past, Virginia, something I liked even better was what they offered was a Virginia uh, prepaid. Um, but they stopped doing that, and, and one of the articles I read said that the reason they stopped is because it, people couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford today's prices of uh, college uh, to save for, for future. It, it, it's bizarre. I don't know where, <laughs> what. I didn't get the full article on that, but I, I, it was kind of a headline on it, so I was like, that's, that's interesting. You know, if people can't afford today's prices, how are they going to afford it in, in the future? But anyway, that's, that's a different story. That's a whole other story. For another time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you put this money into the five two nine account, and that money is invested. How does that all work? Do you have control over that? Is it? it does the state have control over that? Uh, how does that investment uh, situation work while that money's in the account, waiting for you to use it to pay for college? Yeah. So, so exactly. That it, it works just like uh, um, you know, if you had your own individual retirement account or your four hundred one k. 
you have you can invest it, but your options are limited. So you've got and, and it's it's made up of mutual funds. Um, one one company that you, know, you have your Virginia five two nine, then you have your College America five two nine. Both of those, you know, they're made up of a select group of of mutual funds, which is you know type of investment that has you know, maybe hundreds of stocks or hundreds of bonds that are built into it, and it's got managers. So that's that's the investment vehicle, and that and I think that's kind of where the question. Um, that that John's friend had was you know as as we get closer to you know school age or where I'm going to need it for my kid and you've got the market that is likely to head a lot lower this year what how do we invest those mutual funds what should we be doing so I think that, that's kind of where you know we went full circle around to get to that but at, at this point what I would say again well let me take a step back so even if the market wasn't going to be as volatile as, I, as what most people are going to predict that it's going to be this year. I would, as you get closer to your child or whoever it is that you've invested for going to college and needing that money, you want to slow that down. Because the, the problem is, say say you need the money and you have a couple of months of the market really dropping lower. Well, now you've just lost that money. Um, so the, the other idea would be inside of there, there's going to be some sort of Either government bond or money market or you know stable value fund something that's going to not lose you any money, but you're not going to make any money over the the next three to four years either. So that's you know there's pros and cons to that. Um, one of the things that you know a lot of people are like, well, how much should I put into these? You know, I don't. It's not a huge thing that I recommend doing a whole lot in. Uh, typically. If if you're going to use a five two nine, what I would recommend is maybe a third of what you think the cost of school is going to be. That way, you don't have too much locked in it. And there's some other there's some other ways you can invest for college, but that's with the five two nines. Typically, what I would recommend is maybe a third of what you think that cost. Maybe put that in there, get the tax advantage. But right now, I, I would be moving those investments inside of there. If you haven't already, even even though the markets are down from last year, I think we're going lower. I'd, I'd protect your positions where they are, um, so that you can use them for college, and you don't you don't lose too much of it. Right. That's not like it. I guess it's the same thing as saving for retirement. Eventually, you're going to need it to retire. You're going to need it to pay for college. So exactly, exactly. Except the difference is, you're it, it'd be like retiring over a four year period. So you've got you know you 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 have a very short window. Where sometimes in in uh, retirement, you know you've got twenty five thirty years. So you need more, but also you can you can time when you take the money out. It may be a little bit different than than it has to be for those four years. Now, now something else to think about is if if say say you've got multiple kids and you put you know a lot of money into your oldest kid and they're right there ready for college, but last year you lost twenty percent. One of the things that you can do is you can say, okay, well let's let's move you know let's move this into our our younger children's accounts, and then um, from there. You you know you use other means to cover your your oldest, and that way you, you give it a little bit of time for the markets to recover. So that that would be one one thing that you could do. You're not locked into that particular kid. You can always change the beneficiary of who's going to use it. Ah, it's good to have options. It's always yeah. good. 
Absolutely. to have optionality is always a good thing. So uh, let's shift gear. That's great uh, information, and uh, I'm sure if you want to talk about your individual speci- situation a little more specifically, Mike will be glad to sit down and talk with you about that. We'll give you all that information at the end of our chat. Now, I was fascinated. You mentioned how last week we ended the year with futures up and the market ending up down, and then this week, New Year, uh, January 3rd, fresh start, futures up, market ended up down. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, we, we're looking today, futures are up again, about the same as what they were yesterday. So we'll, we'll see, again, you know, the market never goes in a straight line. So, uh, you know, as we have, you think of it kind of as a heartbeat, you know, and you're heading in a certain direction. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to bounce back up, and it's going to go lower. It's going to bounce back up, it's going to lower. So when we're in a, when a bull market, the highs get higher, the lows get a little bit lower, or a little bit higher. On the in a bear market, your lows get lower and then your highs get lower as well. So you're slowly kind of moving in a different in that direction. So we've had a, a nice little pullback here over the last month, um, or or yeah, I guess it's not been quite a month, maybe you know 15 days or so. The last half of of December, we we had a pullback. So we could you know today the futures are up. We could end up with a, a an up day, but again. Overall, where we're headed this year is is much lower. You know, once the Fed pivots, historic history tells us we're going much lower, and we'll find our bottom. So that's where, you know, being protected and and you know not not just doing the same old same old thing. I think is where you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of uh, you know take advantage of some of the opportunities that are out there. So uh, there are opportunities out there, and uh, I know. Uh, another inquiry John got was to ask you about gold and what's your recommendations surrounding gold. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting. And, and what's interesting, too, is that he's had that and mentioned it, and then I had somebody call here and um, and tell me that I needed to talk about it. That was that was their only – they just said, hey, you need to talk about this. I, I like what you're saying on there, but you got to – so I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's find an opportunity. That is very interesting what's going on with um, with gold and the globe. <clears throat> now, I wouldn't – Personally, <clears throat> excuse me. Personally, I wouldn't sell everything and put it all in gold and silver. But I do like gold and silver right now. As uh, and, and there's two ways you can buy it. One, actual physical, which I think ultimately that's the best. If you've got a little bit of cash, a little bit of you know, I, I, again, your overall portfolio, you want maybe five, ten percent in gold and silver as a hedge. I like the physical a little bit better. Um, that that's a whole other story because now you've got markups and you've got some other uh, you know some weird things going on. But the reason I like gold and silver is is not just for a hedge, but what what's going on globally is is very interesting. So, are you familiar with? Uh, have you ever heard the term BRICS? B R I C S. I actually have yes. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, so BRICS, uh, it, it's BRICS nations is is kind of what, and a lot of investors will probably be familiar because over the last you know twenty years, we've talked about the BRICS nations. So what it is is it's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. So that's what originally made up the the BRICS nations. Well, over the last year, since with with the sanctions and and everything else that's that's occurred. The dollar went ripping higher, and you know all these other countries had to buy oil through the dollar. They had to convert, and so that was very difficult, uh, and, and made it even more with inflation pressures. It, it was even more more difficult. So what they've done is they've created a basket of currencies that are backed by precious metals, and and their goal is is kind of been stated that it's it's a an alternative 
uh, reserve currency that's that's you know trying to rival the dollar. Well, the the one advantage they have is gold and silver is is much more stable than our our debt based system of the fiat system. So, very interesting. What what you know? It's not just BRICS now either. So you've got Saudi Arabia, you've got Turkey, Argentina, all these other countries that are like, whoa, hey, I like that idea. We want to move to that currency as well. So, again, you know. <sighs> I would say that that hedging your bets a little bit on that, having some. Again, I don't. I don't think we we sell everything, pull everything out of the banks or anything like that. Um, you know, but I think if if you've got extra cash that you can buy some physical, I love it. I think that's a great recommendation. Can't really do it through me. I don't. I don't do that. Uh, the paper side of it, so like ETFs. Um, there are some that are better than others when it comes to ETFs and buying gold and silver. The, the the largest ones have a lot of what we call derivatives, so a lot of uh, a lot of debt and a lot of leverage and, and things like that. I don't like those as much as some of the others that are a little bit more pure. Uh, but again, not not going too crazy. But I do like both gold and I like silver. I like silver a little better. Um, think about think about the the price. This, this is kind of interesting. Um, and if, if I if I go too long, just let me know because we could talk for a whole segment on this. <laughs> So silver, think about silver over the last 50 years. The highest value it's ever had was $50, and that's been two times. But think about where we use silver and, and how we use it. It's, it's used throughout everything, I mean, computers and, and uh, you know, but, but look at inflation and where, you know, the value of, of silver right now is like $23, $24, something along those lines. So it's kind of interesting how we use it pretty consistently throughout the world, but the the value has really not gone up. Um, so, and part of that is is due to some manipulation that goes on in the silver and the gold market, uh, but that, again, we won't get too much into that, but um, so I, I think it, it's good. If if this other reserve currency continues to take steam, then then the dollar is going to be forced to make some, some alterations or some changes, or at least it'll give us another alternative throughout the world that's utilizing gold, silver, precious metals, those types of things, which will help the value of that. So, so that's kind of my thought on, on uh, gold and silver. You know, uh, we got to go, but I wanted to okay. say, you know, with gold, it, you know, you mentioned you don't do that, but it'd be kind of cool if there was like a drive-through window, like a McDonald's <laughs> at, at at Fort Knox. You could just drive. Through. I'll have one gold brick, please. <laughs> that's right. Here, hit my yeah, debit that's... card. I'm good. I got the money in there, and you, know, you take take the gold brick and go put it in your safe deposit box or whatever. Anyway, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I, 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 you could even do it here. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind having enough gold here that I could. Uh, like, you know, you drive by here and I'll. Sell you some gold <laughs> exactly exactly although you know you can't use those bank little shoot you know gold won't fit in those little <laughs> tubes that you use at the bank anyway hey mike that's right. great stuff we'll talk to you Mike. and listen if you want to talk to mike about what you got going on or your own individual situations you can give him a call greer financial 804-427-784-7784 or at greerfinancial.com we'll talk to you tomorrow mike thanks absolutely have a good one thanks. michael greer greer financial news radio wrba we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.